Vitamin Dice is an actual play RPG podcast made by adults for adults. Things can get pretty rowdy round this year game table, and it is not appropriate content for children. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. After they left, Tasa Kai wept. Her friend Heru had long been the only person, the only being, keeping her company. She believed Kyol would win the Ankidurai. She hoped he would. If he didn't, Tasa and all that was left of her kin would die. So, after Kyol and his allies left, Tasa cleaned her rifle and headed for the arena of Zephol. She would take her destiny into her own hands. I missed that. Sorry. My computer <laughs> lagged. God fucking damn it. Yeah. For Try real. again at 45? Or are we good? 45. 43 yeah. 45. All right. I was like, why are we waiting two fucking minutes? God damn. All right. Yeah. 45. Clap again. There we go. Hello. Welcome back to a new world. A fifth edition D&D campaign presented as always. By Vitamin Dice, V Y T A M I N Dice, spelled as forever and always it will be. I hope you're having a good time, dear listener, whatever time of day it might be, as you join me, your dungeon master, Valandal Man, and the other people who join me. Oh, that's my cue. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Caden Wise. I play Kiol Zualti. Hi, my name is Josh, and I play your favorite Scottish dwarf, Alig. <laughs> Hello, I'm Connor Mann, and I play Elsie Wayward. Hi, I'm Frankie, and I play Bast Botros. And hello, I'm Phoenix Ashlyn, and I play Dr. Belmore. Now that you know the whole crew, last time on A New World, our adventurers woke up in a familiar cell, but Dr. Belmore got an instant message from Agdradax. My eldritch sugar daddy. <laughs> eldritch sugar daddy <laughs> Agdradax. Uh, and they had a tense conversation outside the cell. Then our adventuring party went into the cave with the diagrams and we learned all about the not so strange anymore Kyol's backstory. Still strange. Still strange. Just not, but not strange. as strange. And then after that they figured out a whole new way to cross a cavern. <laughs> <laughs> Rolled some stealth checks that I knew were unnecessary, but I let them roll anyway. And then we got to the cavern with Haru, and Kyol uh, went into his mind, learned about the Anki Durai, and then Haru passed away. And that brings us to now. Let's get like a montage scene of Kyol building his creation. I wanted to put some flavor on how Gith artificers sort of manipulate metals. Okay. When they need something to get moved to a different location or when they're manipulating metals in such a way they will the metals will turn into like a floating liquid like mercury through the air all right 
and they'll sort of shape it and use their artificer tools to hammer out that form until it becomes what they're attempting to do. Right. And you do have the late Heru's makeshift artificery lab here in this cave. Indeed. So you have to Tony Stark yourself a, a suit of sorts. Yes. <laughs> uh, this first form might not be as refined as the later version, but... Well, let's see. Go ahead and roll a, uh, a Tinker's Tools check. Guidance. <laughs> it, hold on. Is this hmm. using intelligence? Oh. Oh. It does indeed. Alistair, would mm. you care to help me? You want me to help you? It would be my honor. I would love to. And I, I sort of, I come over, because I wasn't going to sleep anyway. <laughs> no, who would do that? I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I come over. How do I help? What do you need? I need you to hold these clamps here and ensure that as I'm working the tools, the metal is moving in such a way. I sort of give you a instruction of how you know these tinker tools will work as i'm sort of engraving runes and uh setting certain certain things where i need them to just lending a helpful hand and i very eagerly do exactly as you ask of me <laughs> dr belmore are you trained in any sort of tools not in any sort of tools but i'm just standing there holding things so i don't know if that would Count Gain a bonus anything. on the check equal to half of Dr. Belmore's intelligence modifier. I'm gonna So you get plus two. Plus two. I'm gonna come over, take a hold of Keel's hand, and a spectral fox comes out <gasps> and and encircles your ankles and then dissipates. And I grant you the fox's cunning. Hey. And that's uh, a form ah. of enhanceability. Right. So you, I get, I grant you advantage on all intelligence checks. Excellent. Plus eight, a d4 with advantage. Ah, if only we had a bard. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he's currently on vacation. I'll inspire you. Oh, shit. 26. Oh, 26. Yeah. You think Tony Stark would be impressed if okay. he was real in this universe? And if you knew who he was. We start working uh, from the top down to the bottom. A complex series of gears, crystals that hum with arcane power. Two of them have been placed in front of a larger one to simulate eyes in the brain. The center chassis has another one. It's a very feminine frame. The arms have this almost braided steel-like muscles. And when we get to the head, it is a completely smooth mannequin head at first. And then all throughout the head, Kiel carves the same runes that tattoo his face and his neck. Kiel steps back, looking at this metal humanoid figure on the table. He brings up his hand, and from a bit of metal... The, the tool in his hand will become this mercury-like substance, and it'll change the tool to something that he more requires in that moment. And he changes it to a very beautiful silver hammer, and he slams his hammer down onto the central crystal, and this emanating radiance of energy ignites, and you hear the whirring of the engine, closes the chest cavity, and steps back. Nothing happens for a moment. Did it work? And then suddenly the thing sits up at a 90 degree angle and turns its head to look at all of us, then turns its body immediately afterwards. It's not quite done yet. The machine has been built, but what comes next has never been attempted before. So let's see how it goes. And I place two hands on either side of the temple and I place my forehead to the machines and I focus 
there's almost like a light that emanates and ripples literally like a surface of mercury has had something dropped in it and there's like a ripple and it goes throughout the entire head and keel steps back the face that was just a solid mannequin head begin to take on features slowly as the liquid metal forms first two very long ears corded braids of steel that replicate hair the angular features and slanted nose, the beautiful face of Unikai Zualti emerges, and she opens her eyes, and they are glowing fluorescent green. Well, <laughs> this is really weird and so cool. So, Kyol, are you going to introduce us? Oh, and Kyol has just been stunned, just silent, <laughs> looking at this while this is happening. Are you going to introduce uh, us? Yes. He extends his hand, and Unikai takes it, and he helps her off the table. And she's made of solid metal, so she just goes... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I am uh, heavier than I thought I would be. Uh, everyone, meet my wife, Unikai. You can call me Uni for short. It's a pleasure to meet you. <clears throat> she shakes your hands. You have quite the grip. <laughs> well, it is made of solid metal. I guess I'll have to get used to it. I'm not entirely sure how to feel right now, but I will say it's nice to have hands again. It's nice to finally put a, a face, face to the voice. To the voice. <laughs> it was a pleasure talking with you, Bas. Wait, you two? You two have... Yes. Uh, previously, whenever I had attempted to cast the message cantrip, there would be oftentimes where wires got crossed and... Unikai would unfortunately be the bearer of the message. Bast was on the receiving end of such a instance twice, I believe. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, can't be helped sometimes. I understand now. Aelig. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been paying attention? No response. Oh, shit, what the fuck is that? I don't like that. Well, a pleasure. Elsie. <laughs> It's what? so good to finally meet you in person. Do you know who I am? I know who all of you are. I have been present for the entire adventure. Oh. Oh. I apologize if I've embarrassed myself in front of you. Yeah. I, I don't exactly have dear, a lot of other friends. That has been my sees MO. You while you're sleeping. She knows when you're away. <laughs> no, no, Get out of my head, get out of my head, get out of my head. <laughs> Truthfully, whenever Kiol went to sleep, so did I. We both share the consciousness, but I didn't exist outside of it. Until now. Welcome to the team? Yes, she's not quite ready yet, but she will be very useful. And I've missed you. I have been with you all along. I know, but still. You two lovebirds can have a moment later. We have a more pressing homicidal issue to deal with. Right. Well, before I begin, how much AC does... Uh, half plate give? 15. Yep. 15. I think for this fight, I will need a bit of added protection. I want to make myself a mo- couple more pieces of armor. Alistair is going to sit next to you and just, like, hang out, really. He's starting to get more comfortable with everyone, and so he's not afraid to just sit there and parallel play. <laughs> Kiel will give you, like, a tiny crash course in smithing as well. You kind of already got that, but he'll go into more detail 
Uh, as What's up, guys? Jo- crafting Thanks his for armor. joining me with another video here. We're going to go over the basics of smithing. You want to make a set of pauldrons. Yeah, well, Alistair is like, he's either reading because he probably has something on him in his bag or he's fiddling with something. He might be fiddling with his trinket, which looks really morbid now that I think about it. Because his trinket is a glass eye, so he'd just be fidgeting with this oh. eye. <laughs> nice. Would Unakai be able to give me advan- the help action with uh, crafting, considering her background? The Steel Defender wouldn't normally be able to do that. I think to keep it from being OP, she can give you the help action, but only with tool checks. Just for crafting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm st- I'm still concentrating on enhanceability. Yeah. So I have that <laughs> the whole time Elsie's just been like <laughs> So I'm a warcaster, so I'm good at concentrating actually. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. You true. might be even better after So if I were to come in there and try to attack Elsie, me, Volandal, should be <laughs> that would be no problem. Kick her in the shin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, have go, you have to go get real way down Ooh. there. <laughs> So shall I make a smithing check to craft my new armor? Yeah, dog. All right. Guidance! And because of these two crash courses that I'm getting, would I have any sort of knowledge now that I could use in the future with, like, smithing tools? Uh, You're not proficient with them, but you, like, know about them. Okay. 16. Did you add your guidance? Yes, I did. Okay. I didn't roll all that high, but it's, it's armor. Yeah, not as complicated as making a robot body. Mm-hmm. So That's I make, true. Yeah, so you have a set of full plate. Well, I want to do half plate. Some fun th- fun thing that I want to do f- with the mask, Kiol does some weird artificer magic with his tools. He's sort of been leaning over the table with Unakai by his side. He turns around, and instead of his mask, he now has a crown with the mask. His mask's face as a tinier emblem. He puts the crown on. Wow. You think that's cool now? Watch this. The crown will melt and turn into, like, just pure liquid metal as it forms around his head into, like, a mannequin head as well. And then two very long, sharp-pointed, like, blades go out the back. They look like ears. And the front of this helmet has the face of the mask. And the tragedy has usually been pretty deep set now is more of a look of um indifference just a straight straighter sort of he's not as sad anymore not as sad anymore (laughs) (laughs) but yeah now turns into a helmet and then reforms it back into the crown on his forehead do you want to make the artificer thing that's plus one armor uh yeah (laughs) i like i don't see it like you're making new armor i don't see any reason not to agree so uh alistair do you have hmm. any spells that you tend to concentrate on? Concentrating on my spells? Give me just a moment. And I, like, open the bag and I start to go through my spellbook, and that's me actually going through my spellbook right now. <laughs> well, Elsie, uh, I know you do. And I know that you're quite proficient in it. But to tie up all loose ends, he taps a finger to your robes, and they begin to sparkle with a sort of energy... And there's a sort of light filigree. It's not a permanent change, but just ever so slightly you see tendrils faintly on your robes. They're sort of like an ethereal glow. And what I have just done is given you um, robes of mind sharpening. Wow. So you have four charges. If you ever 
fail on a concentration check, you can expend one of those charges to automatically succeed. Nice. That's awesome. I love that. Alistair, do you have any concentration spells? I do. I've actually been thinking about using one of them more often. This might give me a chance. Here you are. I walk over to Bast. Bast, is your Kopesh magic? I don't know. I stole it. Ayla takes a look at the Kopesh and narrows his eyes. It's almost as if you can hear the gears turning in his head. Kajunk! Kajunk! I don't believe it is magic. A, a, a fighter would know whether their weapon is magic or not. Bast knows that it's not a magic Kopesh. Your weapon is now a plus one weapon. Cool. Elsie, Alistair, Bust, myself. If only there's somebody left. Oh, Aleg. I could give one to Aleg. Nope, that, that's or... everyone. Let me see, because there is something Forsaken. I... There is something I want to give to myself, is the thing. Forsaken. <laughs> Forsaken I am. Aleg will remember this. <laughs> While he is tinkering and such, is this a good time for me to figure out what my magic item does? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I'll see you should also do that. Okay. I don't know how to go about doing that, though. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Does Kiel tell me to, to do it? He actually would. Elsie, you've been holding on to that bag of beans for a while. You haven't figured out what they do? <laughs> beans. <laughs> uh, no. Bean has beans. Perhaps you should. Not only has Elsie not figured out what they do, Elsie has not even opened it to look inside. <laughs> yeah! She's like, oh, neat! Tosses it away. Elsie, you um, should take whatever's in there and try and, I don't know, throw it at first over at that wall over there and see what happens. Uh, what about mine? And I show it to you. What is it? It's a pendant slash brooch with a tiger's eye. Uh, I'm gonna, like, inspect my magic item. Does it look like there's a way to, like, manually activate it? Uh, roll an investigation check. Guidance. <laughs> I rolled a five. Plus guidance. <laughs> Plus guidance? Yeah. Nine. Nine is still not very high. You have no idea Fuck. if it can be activated or not. But I'm going to cast identify. Yeah. Does identify just tell you what it is? It does. Yeah. Great. It's a brooch of warding, I think is what it's called. Something to that effect. It's been okay. a while. It, I gave it out in episode three. I don't know why you expect me to still remember what the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, way back in what, episode two or three? No, lit literally three. Brooch of Shielding, that's what it's called. What does it do? D uh, does Identify tell you what it does? Yes. Yes, it tells me everything about the magical artifact. So while you wear the Brooch of Shielding, you have resistance to force damage, and you're immune to the magic missile spell. Wow. Magic missile be gone! There you go. And when you cast Identify, does it only work on one item, or is it like detect magic where Let you see, see all the things around you? Uh, that is an excellent question. One object. Okay, yeah. Okay, I take out my satchel. Right. And I open it up. Okay. And I look inside. All right. You finally see the inside of this satchel, and uh, inside there are petrified beans. And I take out one of the beans. Okay. Oh, marbles. Apparently is it beans. shaped like a bean? Uh, it is shaped roughly like a bean, yes. <laughs> I'm going to give it a sniff. It smells like a petrified bean. Whatever that I'm going to lick it. Okay. It tastes dusty. Ew. Okay, and I toss it at the wall. Roll a D100. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. There are some of the options on here that are campaign ending. <laughs> oh, oh, my no. God. No. 
<laughs> what the fuck did you just like give us? Are these wild magic beans? Oh, worse than that. This is closer oh, to the shit. deck of many things. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 72. Oh, no. Are no. you serious? No. no. A fruit tree grows. Okay. Fabulous. It's literally <sighs> called a bag of beans. Yay. Oh Yay. my god. What kind of fruit? What the fuck is a bullet? Hold on, Connor. Roll oh, a, D roll a D10. No. Roll a D10. Uh, Don't look at that, Alec. That's cheating. Don't meta. Stop, look Don't stop meta. looking at that. Stop metting. All right, I'm just curious, and oh, God. Yeah, am I rolling a D10? Are... Yeah, that's what he said. A D10. Six. All right, and add 20 to that. Uh, 26. 26. There are 26 fruits on this fruit tree. What fruit? Pears. Okay. Wow. You guys, like, I have a fruit. I have a bag, I have a bag of fruit trees. Well, wow, thanks, Elsie. I was starving. I love pears. If you're starving, you 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 should have said something because I can make f food. As can I. You did make now. food. There's pears. Well, apparently you just did make food. That's true. I could do it without the the beans, though. Are they poisonous pears on the tree? No. I take a couple of pears off the tree and then I go offer one to Elsie. Yeah, I'm gonna eat it. I'm also gonna eat it. If you're eating the pears, roll a d20. Oh my god. Uh, oh no, my god. No, not doing <laughs> oh it. Oh my god. 17. Sorry if this goes wrong for you. Guess who needs a colonoscopy now? Not me! <laughs> Shit. I rolled a three. Well, it's not so much a skill check as it is whatever is on the table. I guess it's sir. Bast, you bite into your pear, and it doesn't taste like normal pears. I don't know if Bast has ever been as far east in Grockvale as Arborin or Fotage, but that's where pears grow. And uh, actually, it, in, a, uh, in a port... As a I've definitely worker. had pears before. You might have had pears before. Yeah. Uh, it does. It, it tastes like a different variety of pear than has ever been shipped through your port. It's like us. It's a more of a sour pear. It's got. A, it's got like a tartness to it. it. It's slightly sweet still, but it's got more of a sour flavor to it. All right. And uh, Elsie, not sure if there's a way. I'm not sure how to tell you this. You die. <laughs> <laughs> perish. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You Just perish. Yeah. <laughs> Roll like a, roll like a, I guess a D hundred. Damn. Again? Yeah. Fifty three. Okay. All right. Now I have to look what that does. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you exactly what it does, but Elsie, you, boy, oh boy, you do feel fantastic. Yeah, man, these remind me of home. Yeah. You feel, you feel great. We had pears all the time when I was growing up. Where are you from, by the way? Well, my village is actually really close to Arborin. It's on the very eastern side of Rockvale. It was just a teeny tiny village called Northbrook, right on the on the edge of um of a brook. Not and so, Northbrook, I assume. Yeah, there was a lot of elves that lived in our in our village across from Arborin, and they brought pears with them every time they came. Hmm. Interesting. Was there anything special about your village? Is that where you learned your magical capabilities? Everyone in my village is a druid. A village of druids. Yeah. Sounds peaceful. It was. Sounds druidic. And at that moment, at the, at the sounds peaceful, Alistair unconsciously flinches a little bit. Just a little. What's wrong, at, at least Alistair? <laughs> it used to be. Used to be? Used to be. What happened? Unless you don't want to share. Do you have a plan for fighting your father? 
I figured as much. I figured as much. <laughs> well, plan, what's that? <laughs> oh shit, what's over there? <laughs> Kyo, am, can I help you magically? Is that allowed? You cannot interfere, but before the fight begins, I believe you can assist me. Oh man. Do I know if familiars are counted? Yeah, am I allowed to do the thing again? The familiar is not allowed to uh, interact with the duel. Before the audience hears you discuss the plan that you've formulated, let's jump ahead in time. You're in the Colosseum. Huh? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Do, do the characters know? Oh, the, the characters discussed a plan. Don't don't even worry about it. Okay. So, okay. I trust Alistair implicitly. That's a bad choice, but I trust him. If you do not trust yourself, you can trust me. Tell me about your entrance to the, this uh, Colosseum. The Arena of Zephol, as it is called. The first loop that you fought in the arena, Diola took you straight there, and there is an arena full of gith waiting for you. This time, it's been like hours. It actually might be the next day. I think that would make sense with all the, the things that you've worked on. So the arena does not have a crowd like it did before. But I think as you approach the arena, you are spotted. And so by the time that you reach the arena, people have started to get there. Zeol has come with what are essentially his bannermen. Zeol is on his way to the to the big raised platform where he dressed you all from in the last loop. Uh, where do you guys want to be? As we reach the gate, I'm just going to take hold of Kiel's hand and cast Warding Bond. Okay. And I am going to just gently pat his back, and I'm going to give you my guidance so that you don't have to worry about it this turn. And Unikai is allowed to be with me, right? Since we are technically the same person. You are technically the same person. We can flash back to you uh, inquiring to Tasa Kai, who had been the head librarian. And she consults a tome, and she tells you that she has a high level of confidence you and Anakai should be able to fight without it breaking the rules of the Anki Durai. So Kiol and Unakai will stand at the center, and you see that Kiol has taken off his large uh, overcoat and is now wearing just sort of this the underclothes. He's got a long purple long sleeve shirt with a collar that is underneath the breastplate and pauldrons. He has the crown on his head, and Unakai is now wearing his coat over her metallic body. Right. Uh, where would everybody else like to be in the arena? You're not going to be in the penalty box. No, we get to hang out in front of the penalty box this time. <laughs> Big upgrade. Except there's no popcorn this time, so downgrade, actually. What? Damn. Why live? What is this book? <laughs> I know, right? I know that Tiola was able to give me another spell slot the last time I fought. Is she able to do that? When you leveled up, you went up to four resources. I know, but I cast Identify. So we can flash back to uh, Tiola going, always wasteful. Always so. I probably should have done it on a bag of beans. Definitely. I don't know if we, she should have that, but at the very least, it will be fascinating. She reaches out her hand to you. All right. I take it in sort of like a Predator's Beastmaster forearm to forearm. Predator meme. Predator. And you get your sp spell slot. Okay. Yay! Seeing that you have come, Zeol goes to launch into his big speech again. Silence, father. I have come yeah. to fight you, but this time, it'll be one-on-one. -on -one. You will not fight me. I enact the Anki Durai. A hush falls over the crowd. So you said there wasn't a crowd. Oh, there is a crowd. There, there was now. one that gathered 
as yeah. we were, as everyone was filing it, like as we were getting in, so was a crowd. There's not a crowd oh. that had prepared for this event. There's oh, a nice. crowd that has begun to form. Let us finish this, Zeol, so that this time I will drive my blade through your chest. Ooh. Uh, Zeol is going to misty step onto the battlefield. Waste of a misty step, but all right. He doesn't care. Oh, man. <laughs> Very well. I will accept your challenge, Gyul. And while we fight, Gareth, kill his friends. Oh, shit. What? what? Everybody roll initiative. <laughs> oh, I'm so not ready for this. Fuck. Oh, jeez. Forsaken yeah. I was. Forsaken, definitely. Eight. I'm going to use ambush. Nice. We're just going in order. Damn, look at that. And guidance doesn't count to initiative, right? It would it. because it's an ability check. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you can use Dr. Belmore's guidance Dr. on your Dr. For a for natural a nat fucking 20. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to add another d4 because of ambush. Plus, <laughs> so that is a total of 24 plus 5 is 29. Excellent. Plus 2 is 31. Plus 3 is 34. Don't need numbers that big, but... We got you got a, a nat 20, dude. I you get that extra turn. Fucking, or you get that extra action on I your turn. I do. You're right. Yeah, that's super clutch, actually. Oh, my yes. God. Thematic. Oh. <laughs> you know what this means. You're just going to roll like absolute dog crap listen, in the next foreseeable future. Listen, but I'm all I don't for this. Care this is amazing. This, this is the climax. This is my yeah. moment. Exactly. Yes, the dice gods were like, at your climax, we shall give you nat 20s galore. And I'm oh. here for it. Fuck. I'm loving it. Damn. Last time I didn't have the greatest rolls. This time, let's see how this goes. Good roll city, baby. Turn keel. First action. Cast fairy fire. Oh, I got a nat one on that save. Fuck yes. Yes. yes! No way. Wow. Holy shit. Roll a d6 for radiant damage. Uh, five radiant. All right. So he takes five radiant damage. Has the effects of fairy fire. Okay, what I want to do is I want to fire twice with my pepper box. Right. Uh, using an action and a bonus action. I have advantage on these because of fairy fire. Yep. First shot. 18. Uh, 18 will meet the AC. Fuck yes. Nice. Go ahead and roll damage for that. Right. Yep. Okay, total of nine. Oh, come on. All right. Nope, he dodges the second one. Yep. All right, Unikai, I want her to... Take her first action to move. All right. So I'll move back my full movement. All right. Still within Here range. Here we go. That's I 75 feet. Strike Kyol with a force ballista. You're striking Kyol? Not Kyol. Zeol. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I made the names like this. And she gets advantage because of fairy fire. Oh, are you serious? Ooh. Zeol sees it coming. Gets out of the way. Well, I had to roll shit at some point. Her arm that has that sort of, it's like, braided steel up throughout the entire Cannon. arm becomes like a series of rings that go up her arm, and there's just this pulsing of energy that you can see, like, two little beams of energy closing in from a cone until it comes right on, but unfortunately, there's this beam of force energy that just shoots over Zeal. All right. There's just a blast behind him as... Rubble is destroyed. Warning shot. So that brings us to Aelig's turn next. So there's going to be a, a horde of Gith warriors attacking you guys. Yeah, I want to I wanna try the double arrow. So I will attack a Gith with the... Full Legolas. Yeah. 
Slowly. All right. Uh, so just roll two short bow attacks, yeah. Garbage. <laughs> Not so garbage. Wow, twice as good. <laughs> that was a 12 and a 24. As the first of the gith begin to approach Aelig, you fire an arrow and miss, but faster than you've ever done before. Here you, uh, you knock, draw, and fire a second arrow, which uh, hits a gith in the neck, and that one goes down. Yes. Rad. Zeol, immediately after dodging Unakai's blast, he's going to go, I can do things that you have never seen before, Kyol. And he casts magic missile at you, which Damn. automatically hits. Yep. Unless you want to use shield, because that will just block it. I don't want to use it right now. All right. I don't like the way that you said that. Uh, you take 12 points of force damage. As the missiles strike into you, you feel the impact lessened, and then Elsie recoils. And this is from the warding bond? Yeah. That's half damage, right? You take you have resistance. So I take to the damage. damage. Nice. Anybody who sees uh Elsie, uh she uh she seems surprisingly fine after that. As a reaction uh, to right. heal getting damaged, Unakai, this sort of the light in her chest begins to emanate and she opens her eyes and this sort of gleaming glow emanates towards Kiol and he will get temporary hit points. Oh, uh, great. He gets four. <laughs> Very well. All right. And then his other action is going to be attack and he will make two attacks because he has extra attack. 26 to hit and... Yep. 20 to hit. I yeah. don't use my shield yet. Don't do it then. All right. I'm going to save it for now. All right. I'm going to take it. Take 10 points of slashing damage. Reduced to five. And take seven points of slashing damage. Reduced to four. As a bonus action, he's going to attack you again. Oh, Lord. 29 to hit. Yep. Damn. 10 points of slashing damage. So I take a total of 14. As Zeol is just slashing across uh, Keol, uh, Small small lacerations appear across Elsie's chest. Are you alright? Blood magic. But after that, and the order is Elsie. Elsie. <laughs> okay, hold on one second. Elsie. And then eight. Let's do that. Let's do it that way. Um, I hold up my staff and channel divinity to create my twilight sanctuary. Alright. And then I cast um spiritual weapon at third level. I and just see. bring out a giant, like, uh, scimitar-type uh, greatsword right. that just, like, flies around slashing into the uh, into the gith. Nice. Okay. Can you make a single attack roll with uh, however it would be if you were attacking with spiritual weapon? Let's see. Thirteen. Thirteen. You do attack the gith, and uh, one of them goes down. Uh, but as you're doing this, uh, one of the gith is able to get in close to you, and uh, they attack you. You take eight points of slashing damage. Next is Bast. As I end my turn, the Twilight Sanctuary emboldens me for three. Yeah. I am going to Bast. put my mask on. I'm yeah, going to manifest Echo, and I'm going to dual wield with my cookery. All right. Make, uh, make an attack with your cookery to see how well you're faring against the Gith. 17. All right. You are... Cutting them down as they get to you. That's Bast. That brings us to Dr. Belmore. When Bast and her turn, she gets three temporary hit points. I think Dr. Belmore is going to try something that he's never done before. He's going to try to... He's going to 
What? Nothing. Oh, I know what you're going to I just wanted to see if you would actually <laughs> repeat <Damn> it. it. <laughs> no, um, you will not catch me so easily. Instead of using Eldritch Blast like he normally would, instead he's going to cast Shadow Blade Whoa! and start cutting things down. <laughs> All right, make a Shadow Blade attack roll. <laughs> Let's see if I get anything. Ooh, 25. Oh, yeah, that's that's totally Hannah. Yeah, so you summon your Shadow Blade, and as Gith warriors come up to you, you just fucking blast them with it. Slash, slash, slash. It deals uh, freaking psychic damage. Yep, it does uh, 3d8 psychic damage technically every time because I'm using it at third level. Nice. So that, that brings us back to the top of the order. We're back at Keol. I use an action to take out my rifle, and I use my other yeah. action to cast Tasha's Caustic Brew. Fuck yeah. Uh, we love the brew. What kind of saving throw is that? That is uh, dexterity. 19. Yeah, that probably saves. Zeol GTFOs. Bonus action, Unikai. She will... Shoot at Zul. All right. Oh, you have to make uh, three concentration saves. Yes, and I wanted to have the last infusion be mind sharpener on myself. Ah, uh, yes, because you never did give one day. Like, I huh? never did. He will remember this. He will. Is Josh here right now? I don't know. I am. Boo! <laughs> 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 uh, Listen, the good thing about infusions is that they're not permanent. Good. You'll also gain more, that right? That is true. As you level up more. Yeah, when I level up more, I'll gain more. Everybody just hold their horses. I did it for myself. <laughs> First one. 16. Ding. Second you one. Also, you have an extra plus one from Warding Bond. Boar, boar, fuck. Wait, that means I... F oh, oh I, expended, I expend a charge to succeed. Meow, meow. All right, so... Can I make another one? 17. Ding. All right, you're good. The reason I asked is because... Now we can say with confidence that you can attack with advantage for the Unikai attack. Okay, 22. That's it. He takes... Ugh. Can I add my psionic die to her attacks? Yes. All right. He takes a total of nine damage, and he gets pushed back five feet. I will try. Yes, let me pull up my spell sheet. I'm going to use Zephyr Strike on a gith. I think you use it on yourself, and then you attack. Yeah. I was almost a 20. Yeah, But it was. is a dirty 20. It is indeed a dirty 20, and it will do an extra 1d8 of force damage, but regardless, I'm guessing that'll probably kill it. Aelig zooms around the arena like the wind. <laughs> slices through one of the gith. Uh, after Aelig is Zeol, everybody's favorite enemy of this arc, because there's only one I thought of you were going to say enemy of the state. <laughs> <laughs> Public and, enemy number one. And who would who would fight me on that? No, no one would fight you is, is the thing. He is an enemy of the state, our state, our state of being. Indeed. Zeol moves his hands through the air and sends a beam at you of light energy. A beam! Oh you have to make a constitution saving throw. All right. You have an extra one from the border bond. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Ooh, actually, it doesn't fire at you. It comes down at you from the sky. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that asshole. What a dick. That's my spell. What, a, what an asshole. <laughs> Just because I haven't used it ever yet. <laughs> uh, so that's a fail, I think. Oh, really? I had, I had another. Yeah. Take 16 points of radiant damage. Ooh. That's also resisted, right? Yeah, but you do have to make yeah. a hunt save. This one... 
I still have three charges for. And he is going to attack twice as an action and once as a bonus action. Oh, boy. I think I'm at half health. 19. 22. Shield. Okay, we're shielding. This one I'm shielding. Does shield let you block a 22 skill? Yes, it does, because my base AC with the plus one from Warding Bond is 19. Shield raises it by five. My current AC is 24. All right. Yes. He goes to fling three more chakram at you, and you bring up a shield to block them. You're just like, nah, bye. Not again. Twilight Sanctuary. I am now currently still too far away? Yes. Oh, damn. It's four. It's four. All right. I was going to use Unikai's reaction. Did she still have a reaction this round? Uh, she has a reaction for this round, yeah. Oh, then I would like to give Kiel temporary hit points because he took damage. All right. He gets eight. I'm just going to fight the gift. Nice. 25. Uh, uh, you and your echo are uh, cutting down gith. Decimating. Uh, without getting damaged. Nice. Slicing them up. Just a dervish blade. I'm going to just keep hitting shit with my with my shadow blade because right it lasts for up to a minute, so I can just keep using it. Nice. Nat twenty. Hey, let's go. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Some poor gith just gets obliterated by a shadow blade. <laughs> you literally just like life There's be so anime fine. Moment where then you like boom. slice through several times and they don't move for a second and then they just come apart. Yeah. That one was for my friend. I. Level my rifle and fire, and I will simultaneously fire with Unikai as she fires her gun. So we'll do mine first. Nat 20. Bro, let's go. Holy shit. This is the one I wanted it for because this is 6d6 piercing damage. Oh, let's go. Fuck. Critical. And I'm going to add a psionic die to do 7d6. Zeol is going to use a time ability. Oh, fuck off. No. No. But we got a nat 20. Time rewinds to just before you fire your rifle. Chrono shift. Uh, you have to reroll. Just one? I think you still have advantage. Oh, okay. I'm going to laugh my ass off if it gets I another swear. d20. It can't be. Yeah, it might, might, might well do. It's a 14, which fucking misses. He moves out of the way. God, really? I hate my father. That's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, he's a son of a bitch. Definitely. I want to kill him now, too. Oh, my God. I hate him. Well, Unikai's going to attack. Don't we all? Yeah. 18. Uh, 18 is a hit. Okay. There we go. 13. Force damage. 13. Zeol is bloodied now. I'm going to make a con save because Moonbeam is a concentration spell. I didn't know either. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Fuck. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so that means since you started your turn in the moonbeam still, uh, you make a constitution save again against the radiant damage. All right. That, my friend, is a natural 20. Yep, you're good. Uh, yeah. That means you don't take half damage. You just take no damage. Nah, fuck you you're and your like, damage, fuck father. You. Yeah, fuck you, and you're avoiding my goddamn critical hit. I I'm just gonna avoid the shit out of the damage. I'm angry about that for the rest of the goddamn week. <laughs> for the rest of your life. For the rest probably. of my life. He's yeah. gonna fly out to Colorado and throw a rock July, through the window of a land and then escape I'm back to I'm gonna kick your ass in July. Ailey, uh, <laughs> you're up. Uh, he just attacks. Feels like Mer- just doming a mer- someone with some arrows. Do it. Do it. Oh. Uh, Kill me. Kill me. Do it. Do it now. Okay, that's four. 
Yeah, your sniper falls down before they get to you. Fool, you cannot challenge me. Naughty Zeol. Zeol is going to move up to you. And then he's going to attack you thrice. Ooh, okay, so we got a 25, we got a 20, and we got a nat 20. Oh, damn. Yeah, those all hit. Very Wait, mean. don't you still have the shield? Shield lasts for a minute. Not for a minute. No. For a round. Oh, for I was going to be like, Wait. Uh... It lasts for a round, right? So I still have yeah, 24. Yeah, one round. Uh, that, that was last round that he attacked you that you used shield. Oh, I might go down. Take 10 points. I take 5. Take 12 points. I take 6. And... Take 15 points. I take 7. It is a new round, so you can use uh, Unikai's reaction to give you temporary HP. Excellent. Give me an 8. And nope, you're, you're taking half damage from yep. because of Elsie. Yeah, he's been doing that. Yeah, I've okay. been. How's Elsie doing in terms of hit points? I'm I'm bloodied as as increasing severities of like lacerations across my chest and arms. Elsie, how are you doing? And I stagger backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. is frustrated. He's like, you should have died by now. All right, I have four uh, temporary hit points from Unikai. All right, and how many how many HPs are you at? I have twenty four hit points. You're fine. It's your turn again. I'm just going to cast Cure Wounds on myself. That's fair. Let's see. Hold on. Second level. Nice. Hey! I've regained, I regained 20 hit points. Nice. Wow, well, fi- nice. finally a good a roll good on a healing healing spell. roll. <sighs> Hang in there, Kyol. Unikai will look to you and go, Thank you, dear. Focus on keeping yourself alive. Probably just going to keep doing my thing. Keep wrecking house. All right, make an attack roll. Wouldn't that's that's high enough. All right, you take no damage. Killing it right Everybody's now. rocking. Oh, Elsie, Twilight Sanctuary. How much? Yes. So my twi- my new Twilight Sanctuary. How role. many Twilight Sanctuaries are there? Five. Wow, five it's Twilight increasing Sanctuaries. By one, it is really? getting it's getting better and better. Chandra <laughs> is watching by me. One each time. <laughs> how many Twilight Sanctuary? How long does that last? It lasts for a minute, I think. So, Bast, you now have five temporary hit points. Nat 20 again. Fuck. Damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Belmore is killing everyone. <laughs> he gets yeah. this look in his eye that does not, like, because his, his eyes are completely white, but there seems to be a hint of, like, red to them now. Like, you can, like, when you see the veins in someone's bloodshot eyes, mm. it's like that. And he just keeps going and going and going this unstoppable force. Okay. There's also, there's definitely also a, a sort of manic feral energy in the way that Elsie is moving and standing now. This fight is totally fucking oh everybody God. up mentally. <laughs> Kiel sort of leans back down till the end of his rifle is right underneath Zeal's chin, and he's going to fire, and Kiel and uh, Unikai is going to follow up with her own shot. All right, so normally attacking at range from this distance would be disadvantage because of fairy fire. Because of gunner, I don't suffer from being in melee range. Oh, that's true. Okay, then yeah, you still have advantage. Damn. Yes. Gunner. Come on. Both fives. Go. Fuck. Yeah. Zeol just like kicks your gun away so that the bullet doesn't hit him. All right. Well, Unikai follows up with her own shot. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. 19. That's a hit. At least one of y'all keeps hitting. Six points of damage and he gets pushed back five feet. Aleg, make an attack roll. Eight. 
Ouch. Ooh. Oh. Starting to get a little tired. 13. You get smack it around for uh, eight points of damage. Smack it, back it, back it, back it. Thinks Yol's going to miss you step behind Unakai and attack Oh Unakai my god, instead. fuck you. Oh, <laughs> shit. You asshole. Bada boom. Okay, so we got a 15 and 18. Oh, actually, they're all going to be two attacks, so 15 and 18. They'll both hit. No. She's going to go down. Nine. Seven. Nine plus seven is... Sixteen. Sixteen. She, she is, is going to live with a little bit. not dead. Oddly enough. She left with four, I four. think. I think. Yeah, because she was at 20, and that was what? 16? Uh, 16? Yeah, yeah, so four. Was, oh, she lived. <laughs> she lives. Elsie. Fuck. You son of a bitch. And I jump on Zeol and cast Inflict Wounds. Oh my god. Oh, Elsie, no! Kill, you can tell immediately that the Anki Durai is over. It is null and void. And you can see Zeol smiling at you because he knows it too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of vitamin D, and the D stands for dice.